the Digital Advertising Podcast. Uh, my name is Chris Clark. This is Winnie Teal and Karthik Nair. Good morning. Good morning. Hey. Yeah. So we uh, we've taken a break for a little bit, but we're back and uh, we were rested. I hope everybody had a good Thanksgiving. Yes. Still full. Yeah. No, I feel you absolutely. And Christmas is in like two weeks, so this yes. is just crazy. More but we're food. we're powering forward Christmas. Yeah, a little bit of rest and more food. But yeah, Karthik. I mean, um, you know, why don't you kind of just like dive right into that, man. I mean, it's, uh, it's been a interesting kind of a uh, couple weeks with, um, like we just said, Kanye and Balenciaga and, you know, Elon's been in charge of Twitter for a little bit <laughs> yeah. now and, um, everyone's coming. Back. Yeah. Yeah. And we're headed towards, uh, we're headed towards 2023 and our Spotify raps just came up. And if you guys are unfamiliar with that, if you use Spotify, um, it basically takes all of your data and at the end of the year, wraps it up into a nice little, uh, report and shares basically, uh, all of your consumption habits, which I find I find fascinating. I really dig it. But, uh, but yeah, I think uh, Spotify Wrapped. Like we talk, I, I shared this post on uh, Instagram, but it's the only company that popularizes sharing your own data that they've collected about you. Like mine was very interesting. I thought because my top artist is this guy out of Bangalore in India, and I me- I messaged him on Instagram and he replied back, and I was so like fucking excited. Uh, my bad, but no, uh, it's all good. That's what yeah. I love. But that's what I like about like social media, though. Is right. like you can hit somebody up and they'll like, "Yo, what's up?" or "Thanks, man," and I love that. And me and my brother both have the top, the same top artist because we just listen to it like constantly. Um, but also, like, just how ingrained with it is. Like, it talks about like what do you start your day with, what do you like continue your day with. Like, mine had like positive vibes in the morning and then like uh, peppy vibes in the afternoon so i was like okay that's kind of like how i want my day to go too but um it is pretty interesting on how um like spotify just tracks you throughout your entire year how many times you played the same song and what type of maybe uh emotion you might be feeling if that song resonates with you throughout the year i saw a meme or it was like a comment somebody put on Twitter, but it turned into a meme and I was trying to find it, but it was ultimately like, I saw this girl post about her Spotify wrapped and she was like, it's so crazy that uh, like the data or whatever, it's so crazy. It knows me so well. And she's like, yeah, duh, it's literally data. (laughs) Um, I thought that was amazing because I mean, it it really is. And then Spotify actually, when I think they first came out with their wraps, uh, they did this campaign up and you can Google it if you Google Spotify wrapped Times Square. Um, And I'm sure they did it in some other larger markets. But basically like they they threw out this uh, Spotify wrapped, like for example, on this massive billboard in Times Square, it said, dear person who played sorry 40 times or 42 times on Valentine's Day. What did you do? Like, <laughs> then it's like, how gentle listed in 2028? And it just shows this one lady's uh, basically whole Spotify rap in Piccadilly Circus in London. But um, definitely to your point, Karthik, like, I mean, other than Spotify, you know, Spotify doing this, there's not a lot of other companies that kind of just blatantly come out and be like, you know, haha, we've got you and this is what you do. But I mean, this is also another way it shows you the powerful and positivity of data um, and what you can do with it. Exactly. And uh, what I think is the biggest aspect about it is how attractive it looks. Like you want to know about it. You want to share it with your friends. You want to see as this, like they give you a personality profile at the end of it, just show, oh, you're an adventurer or uh, you're an enthusiastic. An yeah. Yeah, you're an explorer. Like I think that's the best thing about it. Like it makes it so attractive that people want to understand your data and just get a better understanding of like what your content looks like absolutely what was uh what was y'all's top you know? i don't even i don't listen to music like that oh, mine, mine podca- usually, podcast though? 
No. no. Okay. Not even podcast. So mine was my wrapped, I guess. Mine usually comes from Instagram because I stay on Instagram. Mm-hmm. My, mine is photos. So my my whole year in review comes from Instagram, but they only do it in photos. Mm. So I got now, you. now you make me want to listen to music because oh, I want to yeah. know what... Well, what <laughs> I'll give you a, t- a taste of mine. And so mine has changed drastically because now I have a kid. Um, I saw things. Uh, yeah, this, this is what's nuts. So thankfully I'm still cool because it showed like my top artist is like Goose, Tim and Pala, Babe Rainbow, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard and Frank Ocean. Um, and I'm a very up and down through different genres. But this is where the, the, the my top songs all are from Moana oh. because of my son's oh. obsession with Moana over the summer. And then my top song. Where You Are by Moana. <laughs> Date most listened to, August 2nd. Total streams, 50. Yeah. What? My kid had a meltdown that day on vacation, so we had to play Moana a lot. So I guess it just kept playing on repeat. You should give him his own Spotify. Yeah, he's going to need it now. Yes. Yeah, okay. we'll see. Yeah, so that was mine. Like, um, one of the best things, I think, is how relevant they make the content. Like, what it was, if there was one word, I think, was this year's... Um, like most search up word was genre verse or anything with verse, metaverse. Uh, there's also a Brahmastra verse, which is like uh, India's uh, possible answer to like an Avengers or Marvel type universe. Uh, but even like mine says like 3,600 songs. I mean, like Jesus, I don't even know if I heard that many songs or if that, if that was 3,600 separate songs, but I played also 83 songs of the same of one song 83 times. Yeah. I mean, that's uh I used to get like when I was running and stuff, I just listened to like the the same song on repeat to kind of get like into a flow zone. Um one thing like a couple years ago that popped up on mine a lot was uh the sound machine or like white noise machines cuz I used to fall asleep with that and so like my number 2 would be like white noise machine out of everything, which was really <laughs> funny. So, but again, I think it's a it's a really cool way that Spotify comes out and shares the data, but at Winnie's point, a lot of these social media apps and apps that you're on in general will come out and kind of do their own little rap or at least give you a, a recap of what has been going on for the year. Um, so, Winnie, you said uh, Instagram, right? Like, yes. So, what do you think has changed in Instagram the last maybe like week or so? Because there has been a lot of changes. Um, we, we can talk about the new product promotion features. But have you noticed a new type of ad creative at all that's been running? I have, um, and they are more text heavy than I thought. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like you got to open it up, and there's like just yes. like a sea of text, right? <laughs> more text heavy than I would have expected, especially for Instagram. But one thing I will say is, over the years, we can see their entire direction change. Ever since you know Facebook, they had. Um, they got um, taken over by Facebook. You see the same direction that Facebook took initially. Yeah. Because when Facebook first came out, it was all about photos. Yep, it was. Now it's, you know, about storylines and share my life and this and that. And now Instagram is gravitating to the same concept. And with them announcing they're going to do that new um, roll call feature. Oh, yeah. Uh, where they're going to simulate a be real. They're going to let you create a a uh, group and then you do a roll call with your group and all so it's just a lot of changes that i see but it you know with everything there's evolution however it's a little all over the place yeah and because i think facebook owns instagram every content that you see on instagram is available on facebook like 
if you go into like the watch feature uh facebook you'll see pretty much the exact same reels that are on yeah. instagram but when you go into like see the comments it says view on instagram so it takes you to instagram's web uh app itself so i played around a lot i use both of them uh a lot i keep in touch with a lot of my friends who are kind of abroad with instagram and facebook but it's I hate Facebook's like watch feature and most of uh I prefer Instagram. And on Facebook I've seen this new like video ad that's popping up where while you're watching a reel it'll pop up, it'll you'll see the video and it'll say you can either skip it and there's a lot more text heavy stuff. So you have to skip the video in order to go back to your reels kind of like uh slider itself. But I just think like with way it's going, everyone is trying to like capitalize on it. They've lost a lot of money. Uh, there's a lot of like ads expenditure that's gone down. Um, they're just not really in a positive space right now in the market. So it might look like them just trying to innovate on trying to get the last dollar possible. Possibly, but they they definitely don't have my attention. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, well, in that case, uh, we've uh, kind of seen this short form video content really being kind of the most effective way for brands, consumers, creators to really reach their audience. Um, we've seen it on TikTok and on YouTube Shorts. How, how is your experience with YouTube Shorts? You know, I actually enjoy YouTube Shorts because um, just like we talked about with Instagram and Facebook, you kind of see the same thing. And then I'm noticing the exact same thing with TikTok. Like, it doesn't matter how many times I skip an account when I close it and come back. They serve me that same person. But with YouTube shorts, I'm not just getting topics that I'm interested in. It's actually creating an interest for me. Nice. So I'm actually enjoying the shorts. Gotcha. Do you get more... Uh shorts that are kind of cut to size cut to the actual uh size of youtube shorts or is it like video that's still like youtube size i'm getting both okay but i'm getting more of um the ones that are cut to the the shorts so i'm I'm getting more of that than the extended video um views so i'm actually enjoying it how about you i get so i get kind of a bit of both but a lot of what i get i think is uh, just normal old YouTube videos that I've seen just cut to YouTube short sizes and then given to me in kind of progression. Like I'll see it every fourth or fifth video. And it does like try to educate me more on that video itself by giving me small bursts of it. So like right under like 15 to 30 seconds. Got it. But uh, it is like there's so much value in kind of these apps for really keep our attention on their uh on their app for longer periods of time and short form video content easily like sometimes i just go down a rabbit hole and i might sit and watch it for like uh half an hour on some days like it is right now i'm trying to cut down on it especially with a lot of uh, a lot of what's going on on you know kind of like holiday promotions you see a lot more ads that are kind of tailored to it there's a lot of content coming from the streaming uh, platforms like Disney Plus. Um, what's your thoughts on that? Mine are, um, I think they do a great job with serving it. And I think that that shorts like YouTube all around is just a great platform to actually use for ad serving. Um, not only do they tailor to the people that like to the interest that you have, but like I just said, it, it actually creates another interest for you. And I like the mix of holiday and general ads that I'm seeing. A lot of brands right now are really focused on holiday as they should be, you know, with Christmas coming up with new year's but i'm also seeing some generalization with just 
overall brand awareness and not so holiday specific on YouTube, which I like. And I don't see that so much on, um, I would say Facebook, Instagram still has their, their ads pretty heavily sponsored with, um, like classes and podcasts and they're, they have generalizations around that as well. But I think YouTube has it nailed down. That's true. Um, with YouTube, you think, um, like YouTube has been kind of the biggest platform for, uh, creators to really tap into wealth. Like uh, right now, I don't know if you like, like, Three couple of weeks ago, it was when uh, Mr. Beat had announced that he is the top performing YouTuber on YouTube. Like, um, he's about to be the first YouTube made billionaire in the world, which is huge compared to like how recent his like uh, growth has been. I, I don't know. Have you paid attention to kind of that? I have. And I think overall, YouTube is just king for that. If you think about it in time past, for somebody to have a reality show, you had to have, you know, be signed on with a network and all of that. I think it has definitely opened um, the way or paved the way and opened the platform where people can not only showcase who they are independently, but it's also created a new television. You know, like, I think it was smart for them to come out with YouTube TV. I think it's smart for... um, for entities, for businesses to actually advertise, because if you look at it, it's like the streaming cable. Yeah, you know, so <laughs> the streaming cable is actually great because um, one uh, kind of interesting kind of example of that is like shows that started off as YouTube kind of TV uh, produced episodes now is on Netflix. Yeah. Example is Cobra Kai. Like it's, it was a cultural phenomenon when it came out. It piqued an interest that had with the Karate Kid back in 1970s, 80s. Karate Kid, I think it's the 70s. So I remember like, and then the ni- and the 2000s again <laughs> with like uh, Willow Smith or yeah, Jaden Smith. My bad. But uh, yeah, it's interesting how like YouTube is now also it replaces any sort of like cable television as well because you can get YouTube TV, you can watch your games on there. You, there's a lot of, and it is still also one of the most preferred platforms for advertisers to be on just because of how much engagement and how much depth of reporting you can get back. Yes. But, um, so have you heard of uh, Elon picking a war with Apple? Uh, a little bit. So with that, uh, the main thing he's brought up a point which a lot of other uh, app creators have mentioned is uh, Apple charges a 30% uh, charge on every in-app purchases. So if you buy, if you download an app on the App Store and you uh, purchase anything through it, like now they're trying to impose it on Coinbase as well, which is going to pr- uh, kind of affect the crypto market, but a 30% charge on every transaction. And uh, Twitter, if you're buying the new uh, CheckBlue uh, feature, which is $4.99 to $7.99, then you're going to have to pay 30% or like 30% automatically goes to Apple itself. So, um, and then Elon also said that he, uh, he, he thinks that Apple is against free speech because they're not advertising on Twitter. I think it's just a lot of things that's right now, like he's using Twitter as his vehicle for his kind of own words, especially, but also kind of giving out this like idea of free speech. Well, I mean, the other thing too is very similar to what we just talked about uh, not too long ago, 
with celebrities and social media is everybody has a freedom of speech. Everybody has a perspective and everybody's going to, you know, observe things differently. But I think that um, you should really be cautious on how you deliver it. So regardless of his viewpoint of Apple or their business practices, I don't necessarily believe that without some type of support, that type of statement should be made. Every business has, you know, some type of rate involved in it that's how you make money of course that's how you know but to have the the perspective of it i think it's interesting to make that statement mm-hmm. i'm very interested in hearing what apple has to say back yeah meaning uh apple right now is also one of the most kind of like profitable brands in ter- like over the world uh it has its own kind of share of controversy right now with what's happening in china in one of their uh factories um but it's um, going into 2023, I think uh, all of these brands are really trying to kind of improve their image in some way, but also keep advertisers on there, which is kind of what we do. We try to understand what's happening with these different platforms, uh, how, our, uh, how our advertisers can really make use of which platform really does uh, make an effort into making a more seamless enterprise for their customers. Yeah, because that's that's where like if you looked in September when the fashion show stuff came right. out, Balenciaga did you know in the dirt campaign or whatever, and Kanye was walking in it, and they had all of that, and then Kanye did his stupid crap a couple of days later, yep. and then beyond or Balenciaga was kind of like, well, where do you stand? And they didn't say anything for a little bit, then they said something. Yeah. To me, when this came out or I heard about it, I was like, this is on the Denma guy then, right? right. Because he's the guy that's coming up with the. <laughs> clothes or the ideas you're that agency is supposed to be i mean that agency is going to take that and run with it with with your creative and they're going to come up with that strategy but if they were the actual creative agency then maybe but that's weird they tried to put it on them because they were on set mm-hmm. so everybody nobody wanted to take responsibility for that <laughs> yeah, really kim kardashian's looking right. like she potentially might bounce away from it so um, well she confirmed she'll do more work with them oh she did okay. yeah i didn't see so, that well All with right. the ad agency not with balenciaga oh with the ad agency because they represent a lot of celebrities well a lot of celebrities are like spokespeople for them huh. and branded ambassadors for them but she did say that she would do some future work with them so, because she didn't see where they had any responsibility in it, if they're not responsible right. for the but creative design, even the the set had some elements in it that people didn't agree with. So, yeah, I mean, I feel like again, if you're thinking of most companies or brands that go out with like their release of new clothing, that is based on the creative director's Correct. decisions and everything. So, from that standpoint, they are completely at the you know right. Um, uh, what do you call it? That's their their idea. They right. came up with that concept. Yeah, so. fashion's been wild though with that stuff. It I mean, has been. It's obviously been a um, hot topic across uh, everything. With um, whether it's again Balenciaga, you've got Kim Kardashian all over the place, and you got you know 
Kanye West getting yeah. banned and reband and then you know reband again right. from certain <laughs> platforms and all of that stuff and then coming out there throwing all kinds of stuff. You whatever he did, and we're not going to do his his rants and but or rants that he went on last week. But I thought it was hilarious that like he ends it with. Oh, yeah, and Chris Paul cheated on my wife, like just threw Chris Paul randomly into the mix of everything. But, Poor guy. But it is, I think, pretty interesting just to see like how much of a voice that Kanye West stuff is happening around like pop culture itself. Mm-hmm. Like any platform you look, look, look up right now, it's just kind of feeding that in in so many different ways. Um, I, that's why I think like social media, like content itself is maybe more directed towards just kind of popularizing uh, like basic stuff that's going on in the internet. Mm-hmm. I really think some of their behavior actually supports what some of the platforms are going to though, because so many people, especially through social media have lived lives that have been sugarcoated on social media, that it, it causes people to create a persona of something that they're not. It's narcissism. And I think, right. Like massive, massive narcissism. Right. That's all social. You nailed it. Like social media is like, it, it shows that sugarcoating is all the positives and all of the, all it's like life is amazing and everybody has shit going on. Like nobody's perfect. And it's, you know, that's everything that's, it is really, again, I understand the power of social media and I love it because it inspires the heck out of me, but there are some just cringy things when you, you see certain people and you're like, man, like y'all, you're so like, you're so into yourself potentially. And like, you see, you see this tool as a, powerful tool but it is like you're using it for like polarizing to you right yeah yeah like what can you do to like turn the lens around like instead of selfie mode what's on the other side of that lens that you know you can do creatively or inspire but it is uh it's an interesting time i mean for sure but the narcissism is uh is is wild and and i think like kanye for sure is uh is right up there i mean and and but with that social media can reach a lot of people so it'll be very interesting with at least how Again, it's bringing a spotlight to how you regulate these things and where freedom of speech comes into play, but also, you know, actions have consequences, you know? So, you know, no matter what you say, like freedom of speech is there, but you're still an asshole, you know, you you still can get punished for for doing X, Y, Z, or, you know, nobody's going to like you or, you know, like, and so again, that's, that's kind of what you're seeing with, with, with that guy. Just listen to Digital Advertising. I am Winnie. Karthik is on the air with us. Chris is out of the building, but guess what? He'll be back for our next episode, and you want to make sure that you lock in, connect with us here on Spotify. Make sure you connect with us, Digital Advertising and Digital Ignite, on Instagram, on all of the social platforms. And until next week, y'all have an amazing day.